Good morning, or afternoon, or evening, whenever you might be listening in. I'm Randy Greenwald, and I'm glad you're here. Uh, those of you who are new to Great Hearts Table might benefit from listening to February's post number 67, Mr. Great Heart and this metaphorical table, to orient yourselves to what we're doing here and why. Also, if you'd like to support this work, you can do so on my Patreon page. And the most helpful thing, of course, you can do is to rate the podcast and tell others. It's been my experience that insight and motivation for what I do as a pastor often comes from surprising places. In fact, I'd say it's a good thing for pastors to put themselves in those surprising places to see what God will do. As Tommy Lee Jones apparently did not say, but which is worth hearing anyway, trust the pie. Thanks for joining us. Tommy Lee Jones once gave me great advice. We're not friends, of course, and he wasn't speaking to me. And the words weren't even his own, really. But in Men in Black 3, he gave the sage advice, trust the pie. Now, as it turns out, it wasn't Tommy Lee, but Josh Brolin. And he didn't actually use those words. Agent J, Will Smith, and a young Agent K, Brolin, we're looking desperately for a way to save the Earth from alien invasion when Brolin says, we need pie. Solutions, he explained, are not always found by facing questions head on. But when we get out of our heads and do something unrelated, like eat pie, solutions sometimes appear. It's true. When puzzling over a difficult pastoral issue or when a sermon resists all progress, or when our schedule is in danger of a rapid, unexpected disassembly, our best move may be to trust the pie. As some know, I recently attended the Central Florida Dulcimer Festival. I was facing neither an alien invasion nor some pastoral conundrum. I only intended to try to sell the hammered dulcimers and cajones I had made. But taking my brain out of its comfortable world helped me see a few old truths in a fresh way. This festival, in an unexpected way, became my pie. I was reminded, first of all, that decent's okay. Though I make hammer dulcimers, I lack sufficient experience to know how the ones I make compare to those made by others. I didn't necessarily think my three instruments would compare favorably to the dulcimer equivalent of C.F. Martin and company. But I didn't want them to be laughed at either, and so at the festival I invited a couple of instructors to try them out. One said that they sounded nice. Another finished playing one and pronounced it a decent instrument. There was kindness in their words, but sincerity as well, and I was grateful. My dulcimers may never be deemed among the world's elite, and neither will my ministry, but that's okay. One needn't be the producer of the finest instruments or sermons or churches, to bring good music to the world. I'm okay with decent. Secondly, I was reminded of the beauty of genuine community. My booth, situated as it was under the backboard at one end of the church gym where the festival was held, gave me a great view of a vibrant community. Those who attend a dulcimer festival are not the beautiful people of a Hollywood opening night or those gathered on the platform of some elite theology conference. 
These were ordinary people gathered around a common passion. I saw jam sessions break out among gifted musicians who would then turn around and encourage the fumbling beginners. There were master craftsmen and there was, well, me, but the community was accepting and accessible. A maker of beautifully intricate auto harps sat with me and discussed the crafting of instruments. One of the better-known makers of hammer dulcimers enjoyed playing one of my cajones. There was a sense of belonging and an absence of judgment, and people greeted one another as old friends. It was the type of genuine community that we all long to see in our churches. And finally, I was reminded of what is to be my primary motivation— One wouldn't think that a Presbyterian pastor, one steeped in a catechism that declares his chief end to be the glory of God, would need to hang out with a bunch of folk instrument enthusiasts to be brought back to first principles. But that's the beauty of pie. It surprises us. Rick Gooden makes beautiful and highly sought-after mountain dulcimers in New Harmony, Indiana. Rick's generous spirit sought me out and he spent a long time walking me through his process for finishing his instruments. He was genuinely interested in helping me. Toward the end of our conversation, Rick said, Randy, I want to give you one piece of advice, but you may not like it. I was eager to learn, I told him. So he said, Randy, do what you do to the glory of God. Rick didn't know if I had religious convictions at all, and he certainly was unaware of my day job. Nor was he springing a trap in order to make some kind of evangelistic score. He was just speaking from his own overflowing heart. He walked over to one of his instruments and, pointing, said, Right here, on the inside of every instrument, we write Soli Deo Gloria, so we don't forget. Well, I'd forgotten, and this maker of beautiful things from Indiana reminded me. In all these things, when I didn't know what I needed, God slid a piece of pie across the table and said, You need pie. And it was good. Great Hearts Table is published on the first, second, and fourth Mondays of each month in both audio and print format. Thanks to Over the Rhine for permission to use their wonderful songs, All My Favorite People, and Called Home. And thanks to you for listening. I am Randy Greenwald, pastor of Covenant Presbyterian Church in Oviedo, Florida. Just shy of breaking down, there's a bend in the road that I have found called home. Take a left of loneliness, there's a place to find forgiveness called home.